0: Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it is hip to be square. It's been two years since we started Project Normies, and the criminal element is still on the rise. They think we hide in the podcast, but we are the podcast. Riddle us this it's the Batman on Normies Like Us.
1: When that light hits the sky, it's a warning on vengeance. really
0: could be doing more for this city. I got you! I got you!
1: The signal has hit the sky. That's right, Normies. It's time to talk about the one, the only, the Batman. Here on Normies Like Us with your host, uh, Lieutenant Colin uh, Gordon.
2: Uh, I'm vengeance.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, j- 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 fuck, uh, just Joe, just Joe. Sorry, it's Sorry got them.
3: <laughs> this is the Jacobler. I gave you all the clues, Batman. <laughs> I believe that one. He doesn't say that in yeah, the movie. The Jacobler.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed, we are talking about the Batman. We've talked about the Batman before on the podcast, kind of a general overview of his uh, impact on pop culture. Go back and listen to that. But now we're talking about the Batman. We've talked as about in the Matt Reeves yeah, Batman. Batman.
1: We've talked about people who have played Batman, the comic featuring Batman. And now, yes, as you just said, this is the normies like us. And we're talking the Batman.
2: Mm hmm. And, you know, call this a black pot of coffee because we are brewed. <laughs> And we are brooding, <laughs> That's and right. everything is dark. We've got our red lighting and, uh, going.
3: We've got mm, our Nirvana music.
2: Yeah. I'm watching we're seven. we're recording at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to do it. But yeah, big movie came out, guys. I mean, before we get into it, it's going to be spoilers, I think, on The Batman, Um but, you know, before this came out, you know, were you looking forward to this? You know, what were your kind of predictions, you know, things like that mm. going into it? Were you excited, Colin? How did you feel before going into the theater?
1: I'm not our biggest Bat fan, but I was super excited. I like those mean monkey movies. I think Cloverfield is really underrated. Mm. So I like Matt Reeves, I guess it turns out. And this film had a weird, tumultuous uh, uh, inception. And I'm kind of very happy with what we got. I also want to add on to your question, though, Mike. Reminder to our Normie fans: prior to this, what was your favorite Batman movie? For me, that is Batman Returns.
2: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Then, Joe, let's kick it to you. What were you excited for? What Were you looking forward to this going into it? And what was your favorite Batman movie prior to yeah. this?
0: Yes. No, I was like when it was first announced, I was really on the fence because I like the cast. I love Matt Reeves, big Matt Reeves fan. I just didn't want another sort of grounded universe i wanted something a little more fantastical i was hoping it would go a different way than it went so i was underwhelmed and then you know i got on board the second i saw a trailer uh before this like i don't know man it's it's tough for a favorite batman movie i re-watched a bunch of them this weekend leading up to seeing the new one and uh, I think Batman Mask of Phantasm is probably my favorite Batman movie. Ah, good answer. Wow.
2: <laughs> great drop. Great drop. Jacob, pass it to you then. Um, how were you feeling going into this? And, you know, what was your favorite Batman?
3: Yeah, you know, I was pretty excited going into this. You know, I like I like Matt Reeves. I like, uh, you know, Robert Pattinson, the cast that they announced. I was interested in going for a younger angle and a more, you know, detective angle, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, in terms of my favorite Batman, I kind of have like, I'm going to say the dark Knight is my favorite Batman movie. I kind of have my tier one is probably this movie, the dark Knight, and, uh, Batman returns are, Mm. that's like the top three. And then a tier below Hmm. that I have like, you know, uh, Batman begins and mask of the phantasm and,
2: uh, Batman 89. So, all
1: right, well, let's turn the question to you then, Mike hit us.
2: Yes. Um so going into this, you know, again I'm not a crazy, you know, DC guy, but I you know, I like Batman well enough and um I only saw the Fandome trailer and I was like, I'm I'm in, I'm down, like when they're like, "Oh, the gun is like the bat symbol." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, like this is kind of neat. Like Detective Back in Detective Comics." Okay. And I was just on board at that point, but I don't really know much about Matt Reeves. Like I I didn't know he did Planet of the Apes or Cloverfield and stuff and the cinematographer whose name escapes me which we'll get into that did a great job but he shot Dune too so he's building a career for Mm. himself this year and so that was one of the things that stood out so Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it we'll get into it more and then up to that point it's like yeah Dark Knight was my favorite I won't tell you whether this surpassed that or not till the end but Dark Knight was kind of the benchmark Phantasm animated but I kind of I'll say Dark Knight is my
3: favorite movie that has Batman in it but it's not my favorite portrayal of Batman if that makes sense.
2: Now,
1: yes. Uh, it's, we're having that a Spider Man fair. scenario now. Well, Ooh, and yeah. obviously, <laughs> Jacob, that's Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League for you. But I, I think it is important <laughs> to set up, even though Joe and I's answers were different than both of yours, the consensus, nay, the movement that occurred with the film The Dark Knight is very important to point out for the context of this episode, where the character of Batman as a solo film character lasted you know with his legacy where he was left off with and here we are a return to his solo film debut uh i say we hit it let's uh fire up let's go to the bat cave and let's start talking about this fucking movie guys Back, it's Halloween night, and a creeper is peeping. We don't know who yet, and there's going to be a lot of peeping in this movie, but uh, we're back. We're talking The Batman here on Normies Like Us, the latest DC blockbuster release, as we talked about uh, a Matt Reeves film, amazing cast, but to sum up the plot of it real quick, Mike?
2: Yeah, 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 Mike Wayne here. Um, So, (laughs) as Colin was saying in the open, um, Batman's coming back to kind of his solo film... Existence. He's not with the Justice League like Batfleck and stuff. He's coming back, you know, to that Dark Knight kind of solo guy. And this is not an origin story, thankfully. It's a year two story of Batman. He's kind of been doing this for a while. He's kind of gotten too committed to Batman, less committed to Bruce Wayne. And there'll be more about that. But basically, there's a threat we see in the trailers. It's the Riddler. And he's basically like the Zodiac Killer, kind of leaving clues for the old Batman. Total. And they're trying to peel back the layers of corruption and lies that have a... Uh, you know, been propping up, uh, Gotham's ruling class. So, uh, the mystery unfolds from there and there's a lot of twists and turns. And, and now we're just going to talk about it. Full spoilers. Or when, if you haven't seen the Batman and it, you know, Halloween night, they should have warned us. We were in for a long Halloween because it's almost three hours long. <laughs> well, they should have uh, released this movie
3: in October.
2: Yeah. That would have been. Yes. Anyway, I'm going to hush. I
3: wonder why. For now. Now.
2: Ooh, I'm still loving it. Mike. That's uh, <laughs> it off to you guys. So, uh, Joe, can I ask you, um, is one of the, the comic guys here, um, as I name drop things that I know very little about. There are a couple stories that this is taking influence from. Is that correct? Yeah. Like the Long Halloween and Hush. Yeah, no, I Long vaguely. Halloween
0: definitely. Hush less so, but there Hush is just kind of like the the latest catch-all, even though it's twenty years old for like the greatest Batman mystery happening right now. Like that's kind of just what people throw it to. Uh, so I'll I'll give mm-hmm. it for that. But Long Halloween, um, Frank Miller's year one, like those are kind of the biggest influences are going And Hush because yeah. of
3: the, the Riddler mm. angle of it all, right? Because the ultimate villain in Hush may be the Riddler, right? Spoiler alert, but <laughs> uh Still waiting to see, I guess.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well we know the comics, comics too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we know it's gonna be a trilogy of films too. So there might be more elements mm. of this stuff leaking yeah, in. Who knows know to so see the first know one that. I'm, they I'm want to, to know that.
1: One other influence, yeah, I, think that's I the want plan, to throw uh, out yeah. real quick though and say, you mm-hmm. know, Joe, you said your favorite movie, uh, the freaking uh, uh Phantasm. Phantasm. Thank you, Masked Phantasm. Oh, it's called the, the Phantom series, Menace. Just in general? Well, no, I would say mm-hmm. literally the plot of that film of an unseen serial killer knocking off mafia people who are connected and Batman solving yeah. a mystery. There is a lot of DNA to a lot of this stuff to it, right? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, I'll say this
3: about this new movie, uh, while it's not, you know, exactly like the animated series, I do think this is the live action movie that really nails the same feel or the same tone that the animated series have. Yep. And I really appreciate that angle of it, how Gotham was uh, portrayed. I really like that angle of it. So, uh, I mean, what do you guys think about this movie? Overall thoughts? We want to get into that, I guess.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the only thing you can do, really. Yeah.
0: I like this movie. I mean, yeah, the
2: pizza. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're Joe here likes for. for uh, a the pizza? Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead, yeah, Joe. No, I, mean, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, the more I think about it, the more I enjoyed it. I got out of it like two hours ago. And leaving it, I didn't feel the same way I feel now even. So, I think that's a good sign. Um, to me, like, you know, Colin, I'm glad you pointed out The Dark Knight. Because that's like the obvious comparison everyone's going to make here. And I think it just puts the Dark Knight down in every single category I think it excels and is better at every single element so wow uh, I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed every performance uh, I think it's 45 minutes too long but uh, other than that mm. man I was here for the ride
3: I don't want to say it's better than okay I really like this movie I don't want to say it's better than the Dark Knight yet because of recency bias uh, because I think the Dark Knight is a really good movie. I think this is a better Batman movie this, this is why I like The Dark Knight because what makes The Dark Knight so good is Heath Ledger as the Joker so it's more of a Joker movie than a Batman movie so from that angle I do like this better as a Batman movie uh, mm. but the Heath Ledger Joker performance just kind of puts Dark Knight over the top for me at this point yeah uh,
0: I watched The Dark Knight last night because I you know I figured that was going to be like the the thing that we would be talking about the most here and yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Any movie with Joker automatically has like, oh, well, we're only going to talk about the Joker. We're like, I think that like those like almost need to be put in a separate category for me. Um, But like, yeah, the detective work that we see in this universe, the things we see happen in this universe, make everything that happens in the Christopher Nolan movies look like an episode of Mythbusters to me. He's not actually solving (laughs) any (laughs) mysteries. He's just figuring out like. Well, I want to get back in a plane how do we do that and like let's go to the workshop with Mr. Lucius and he'll show us how like you're not actually solving any mysteries mm -hmm. you're not doing anything so I I like that element way more than this Mm.
3: this movie really nails certain things about Batman as a character that no other movie before now has nailed to this level so I think this may be the greatest screen portrayal of Batman ever
2: right S- so argument could definitely be made yeah. uh, while we're talking about villains though quickly i do want to shout out like, i think paul dano does a great job and i'm a, I'm a paul dano fan you know oak John, and something i like paul dano a lot <laughs> yeah yeah um but you know you're not gonna live up to say Heath ledger joker that's that's too high of a bar but i do think he does a, a really good job yeah. in this I just think that's and, so yeah.
0: unfair you know what i mean like i think yeah. paul dano does like an incredible job he's he's wonderfully unhinged in this role But like, yeah, he's never going to – you're never going to live up to the Joker performances. Like I I don't know. I feel like those are always going to be put in a category.
1: I would say just – and again, you're talking comparative to Dark Knight and this is the only reason we'd we'd even have to defend it at all is to even say that – To me, it's not the performance. Nolan just knows something more about the sense and scope of blockbuster as entertainment to make a movie big and bombastic and to want to be viewed more for the audience that I think is just more enjoyable Mm. than this movie. But again, that's not taking into account quality or anything else. And, and, you know, is this the best Batman performance? It's the most. (laughs) It's the most most recent. Yeah,
2: He's the least Bruce Wayne. He's the most Batman in this, you know, and um, from that perspective, you're saying a blockbuster versus something more kind of maybe art house, right? Like this is more kin to Joaquin Phoenix Joker. You know what I mean? It's it's a more filmic kind of look at the character, you know, and that's why it has a little bit of a pacing issue. I'm with Joe. It's a little long, but it's shot beautifully. The score is incredible. The performances are so like grounded and understated. It's not... Like a big popcorn blockbuster, it's right. like a serious look at this character, and I really appreciate a uh, one that they took the risk on it and it does kind of feel like it goes hand in hand with that joker movie. They're separate universes, but they kind of serve that purpose of yeah, let's take a serious look at this character and treat it like an art house film, and I really like that I
3: agree, Mike, and uh you know with that joker film so. We've made so many superhero comic book movies at this point that now to do new takes on things, basically (sighs) filmmakers are making sort of pastiches of other movies that have been made. So like the Joker was a pastiche of Martin Scorsese, Taxi Driver, uh, King of Mm -hmm. Comedy, those movies as much as. That was a pastiche of that. This movie is sort of a pastiche of David Fincher movies, Seven and Zodiac, right? So there's a lot of visual references to that, uh, a lot of the same story beats. So, uh, you know, Seven, I think, is a great film. If you haven't seen Seven, you'd be like, wow, these are really cool, like, original things. But if you've seen Seven, then you're like, oh, I've seen that before in possibly a better movie, Seven. Uh, Just like, you know, if you see The Joker... You'd be like, oh, well, taxi drivers a better movie than the Joker, but I still like <laughs> oh, the Joker, is? you know. So <laughs>
2: mm. um, impossible. So I,
3: I, I do like that angle for a comic book movie, though, and I don't think it's uh, a worse movie that what, it's kind of doing. What that. film
1: would you choose for your Batman movie, Jacob? Um, no, I think this is a great angle to do. <laughs> it's like if you
3: wanted to see <laughs> if you wanted to see a serial killer thriller a David Fincher-esque thriller, but instead of like the main character being like a detective or like a regular person, it's like an emo boy that dresses well, as a yes. bat.
1: And, and let me just say, mm. because a lot is make, being made of that. And I agree. And it is the, the take Matt Reeves has, I'm kind of just, if we're again, given our personal opinions, kind of lukewarm on this movie. Um, mm. But mm. the reason for that is the things that Matt Reeves seems very interested and not necessarily answering for you or delivering to you as an audience as much as sort of just like getting your reaction are things like what if I placed him next to the police? What would you think about a guy dressed as a bat next to the police? What would their reaction be? What would your reaction be to their reaction? Isn't that interesting? Can I get you on their side by the end that it makes sense? And I think it does because it answers the question in the same way of like, why did the police hire Sherlock Holmes, the eccentric genius, you know, who comes in and like right. tells everyone to be quiet and is high on like heroin or like cocaine or something mm-hmm. like playing the violin and being like, you can only use me. That makes as much sense as like me going next door dressed as a bat and like asking my neighbors if they need help. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and he, he pulls that off. Here's yeah. the the
0: other it, thing that's kind of bothering me about like the public perception of this movie. I thought it was funny. I thought there was brevity to this movie. It's is, narrated yeah. like a the comic joke's book. It's amazing. Yeah, it There's, feels Joel, I'll like tell you a comic why. book to me, and everyone's like, yeah. "It's too dark. It's too edgy." And it's like, I, I don't know. It didn't. No, it did not I, read that way to me. Like when when I hear those critiques, I think like suicide squad 2017 you know what I mean like, right. I don't think this mm. I agree
3: with you Joe because the, the there is humor in this but it's not the Marvel style uh like super quippy humor so that's why I think people are kind of overlooking that angle of it because so many movies these days have that same style of comedy and I'm not against that style of comedy I think it can work and a lot of times I, I like it but this is a more like the comedy is like derived from the like plot. It's not they're not referencing. It's not a million. You know, it's yeah. not like the Community style or the Joss Whedon style. You know, something
2: like that. It's so, not quippy. Yeah, uh, no, but I think and none of the humor uh, it, sorry oh, it comes yeah. from Batman. Like he's he's the straight man, yeah. and any kind of the situations play off of him. But he's never making jokes. Right. So maybe people are kind of taking that like, yeah, he's the most serious Batman. But the movie does have yeah. levity. But agree. I do
3: think it's a it's a very comic booky movie and. This is something Christopher Nolan I don't think ever understood Batman that well and he didn't he was I've always felt like Christopher Nolan was like embarrassed to even be making a comic book movie in the yes. first place and so he made Batman so as if it true. wasn't a comic book movie I think the people that made this movie they understand what Batman is what comic book movies are it still feels grounded in a way, but it also feels very comic booky in a good way.
0: Can I? All right, so I have to go on this like subrant real quick to put the Dark Knight criticisms into context here. Like uh, mm-hmm. the year is two thousand eight. You're a sophomore in film school. Christopher Nolan has not missed. He made Following. He made Memento. He made Batman Begins. He made The Prestige. Every single one of those is a banger. He makes a Batman mm-hmm. movie that is critically acclaimed people are loving this movie it is the first superhero movie since superman to be taken seriously by critics it changed the scope of comic books you know like iron man Mm -hmm. was a big hit right before this and then you had this if if these two things didn't happen the way they happened there 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 wouldn't be comic book movies the way there are now did
1: before y'all, I mean, yeah sorry mm. I was going to say did y'all's parents do this my dad would read me the newspaper of the weeks that dark knight was destroying things at the box office he would go mm-hmm. it's week 4 it's still number 1 and i'd go wow you know the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor didn't make, <laughs> you know, it. couldn't uh, pull yeah. it off that weekend. Well, that was right. the thing at the no, time
2: man. when Christopher
3: the- Nolan signed on to do it, that he was going to do a more grounded take. Whereas the only Batman before this that we had seen was the Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher, and the Schumacher ones. Yeah. Yeah. Which were, mm. you know, got 66 progressively less grounded, I guess. Yeah. The darkest one we had was Phantasm. Yep. So, Batman that, Begins was so different, it kind of shocked the whole system yeah. when you first saw it.
0: So, you know, no, you, yeah, you, you had, totally that ranked. happened in 2008. And I am team like, this is the best Batman movie ever. I still think live action, it's way, way up there. And, yes, That's a amazing. more serviceable blockbuster than The Batman. But then when The Dark Knight Rises came out... I I fucking despise that movie. I think that is the worst <laughs> Batman movie ever hands down. And I feel like that's where it just becomes mm. like, oh yeah, like Christopher Nolan does not understand anything about what he's been doing. And like The Dark Knight, it's hard not to be like, oh, that just like really worked out. Like he just really plugged the character of Batman and Joker into this story and it just worked.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, I think with Dark Knight... I'm not Knight, a big fan yeah. of that third Nolan movie either. Um, I think it's his, it's his, so. it's
3: his worst Batman movie. I wouldn't say it's the worst Batman when you have Batman versus Superman, you have Batman and Robin.
0: Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I stand by. I agree, it. <laughs> and
3: I also think that Dark Knight Rises suffered from basically everyone thinking the Dark Knight was like the apex of all Batman movies. Then where do you go from there? Uh, it's hard to top that. So I feel like he, he almost like suffered from expectations. But mm-hmm. I have to say I love Tom Hardy Bane. So mm-hmm. that kind of yeah, makes it a win I, for me anyway. So well, maybe I reason want to bring out. up this because of the
0: length <laughs> argument. Uh, mm. The Dark Knight ah. Rises is only like 11 minutes shorter than this movie. Mm.
1: I just want to point out though. Back to The Dark Knight, uh, and just to talk about the importance, again, of what we're going against here. People our age, a little bit younger, a little bit older. Like Joe said, that sweet spot, if you just happen to be, like, in film school while this was happening, and again, like Joe set up, this this guy who was the Spielberg of a generation, right? Like, made, like, the biggest and the best movies. Normies, you have to understand, there are those people who, not favorite superhero movie Not favorite Batman movie Favorite movie Is The Dark Knight mm-hmm. I can right. you turn on 10 seconds yeah. of that I'll watch the whole thing It could be the last scene I'll watch it That's the best movie that's ever been made And I've, I've recently, in my life, in the past week Have heard adults say that And I've said, sure. what is What is it about it? And they go, there's just nothing like
2: it I Go, wow <laughs> All right there's nothing maybe i mean except the other two movies yeah. that are very similar tonally but yeah I, I hear what you're saying but um and like i didn't I want guess to touch the too far arc, away yeah. but
0: like those are the obvious comparisons yeah. that everyone's making and i just wanted to like put it in the context of like i used yeah. to think like yeah that is absolutely my favorite batman movie i watched it last night after watching lego batman movie batman and robin batman forever uh mask of phantasm episodes of 66 like Nolan truly got lucky. He, he makes good James Bond movies. He, he just got lucky that, that it well, worked you out know, so the, well. What
1: Jacob said to be being embarrassed, yeah. the part that he relates to that we were saying, he doesn't relate to Batman. He relates to being a rich white guy. <laughs> like that is yeah. what he likes. Well, about that's why those yeah.
2: movies.
3: Yeah. Christian Bale, great Bruce Wayne, kind of mediocre Batman. Uh, Whereas this movie, there really is no Bruce Wayne. It's mainly Batman, and you don't really see the Bruce Wayne side of. But that's another like core tenet of Batman is that, uh, you know, Batman is his true self. Bruce Wayne is the mask, right? That's like one of the basic things that about Batman, and I think that's something that this movie gets. I think maybe in sequels we will see more of the Bruce Wayne playboy kind of uh, uh, air that he puts on when he's Bruce Wayne. Um, but I just think this movie definitely gets the whole idea of batman way more than christian nolan ever did so i agree with you there
2: well what's interesting too about this is they do such a good job of putting you in batman's shoes like the choice of angles when he's grapple hooking or when they you're literally looking through his eyes going into the crime scene because he has that device in his contact lens you're looking through the binoculars like you really feel like even the angles car mounts like i'll talk about that car chase later but they really put you in his shoes in a way that other films haven't. And as much as this gets the Batman the most, this is the Batman that gets himself the least because the journey is essentially: I cannot be vengeance; I must become a hero. And then, like the mayor, you should do more with your money, Wayne. You know, you work on the city instead of just brooding. Yeah. So this is kind of his. And he's still starting out. He's arc, still trying to discover know? who he
3: is because he's still he's
2: early on in his career. We don't get yeah, a lot, which yeah, is okay. refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like seeing that, where he's overcorrected his grief to be, I am just Batman, fuck way. doing anything with the Waynes, mm-hmm. I hate being in public, I like kind of this version of him, and I'm looking forward to his continued journey. Like, we had three movies to get Spider-Man to feel like Spider-Man, maybe we're going to have three movies to get Batman to feel like Batman, and everyone will be I, happy. Like, he knows? feels
0: like, man, so I, I think this right. movie was really about him perfecting the Batman, right? Like, that is... He's existed Mm -hmm. for two years. He's not getting the results he wants. Um, And he realizes I can't be vengeance. I have to be justice. Just like you said. Uh, I hope from here we go into taking that, oh, people need hope idea. And that the next one is just as much about becoming Bruce Wayne as this one was about becoming Batman. And I hope that we get just Mm. as much screen time with Alfred as we did with Gordon. Because I think everyone is pulling in like great performances. There's just too many people in this movie to all have their moments. So I, I hope in the sequel we get moments. more of that second uh, personality emerging. The Bruce Wayne yeah. the rebuilding Gotham with your money and and like let Alfred have a bigger mm-hmm. part of the story too.
3: I agree with that. I thought yeah. Andy Circus was good as Alfred, but he just wasn't in it en- enough. Uh, same with I even felt that the Riddler. I thought that was a great performance, but I just felt like he wasn't even in it enough that I didn't get the sense of, uh, you know, Mm. he's kind of mysterious a lot of times, but I would have wanted to see even more of him. Uh, and I'm excited to see where this sort of franchise goes from here. But,
2: uh, Yeah. I enjoyed it. Colin, you said you said you're a little lukewarm on it. Um, so what what about it kind of isn't working? Like, is it Alfred? Is it, you know, the Batman's portrayal? What what kind is a little bit of a mix? It's
1: long. Joe's brought up third act troubles. There's a lot of stuff that they just kind of need to get around that. Some editing could occur. I understand he wants to get everything in there. I understand being with a studio that the previous Batman film had to have an internet movement to get that Batman (laughs) film released, being like, actually Mm -hmm. I would like to be in charge of how my film is edited. That completely makes sense to me. Um, There is stupendous writing in this film. Okay. And this is going to answer your question what I don't like about it. I swear, Mike. Um, Okay. That is this wonderful dichotomy that he finds of, Bruce Wayne versus Edward Nashton, the Riddler, of their parallel lives, right? Two orphans, one the world cared about, one didn't. Uh, Filmmaking Mm -hmm. technique-wise, both these people are peepers. There are times where we don't know which one of them is looking through binoculars. The end to this film is that the only person who realizes how connected and how together they should be is the Riddler when he is laying out you're an instrument that we together are the ultimate portrayal of justice, right? He, this It's this woven dichotomy at every level throughout. What I hate about that is it's wonderful writing, but it embraces that trope of the villain has to be the mere opposite thing that all the Marvel villains do We're as well. We're not so different, you, you and I. Actually, why aren't we working together, Mike? Because when you and I, and it's, I totally get it. It's the easiest card in the deck to play, even if it's the best looking card I've ever seen. Well, I like a how lot of stuff like that. Mm.
3: in the end, the Riddler okay. basically thinks he's working with Batman the whole time. Like he's convinced in his mind Amazing. that he is working with Batman. and no, then- y-
0: You guys are making it sound better than it is. That's not the ending of the movie. That's where the movie should have ended. That is the right. correct ending of the
1: movie. <laughs> there is another minutes. 45 minutes. <laughs> 40 that's the beginning, uh, of, yeah, our that's the beginning act, yeah. of our third act. That's the
0: beginning of the third act with the <laughs> whole I'm non- going to flood the city <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you don't need mm-hmm. it. The whole like he yeah. learns the lesson right there when Riddler's like we're doing this together. We're working together. We're vengeance, right? Oh no, Obviously, shit. Obviously it's been it. us. Yeah,
3: I agree. This had this mm-hmm. movie did have like structural problems. Like it's too long. Uh, it doesn't have like a three act structure. And I thought even the it's got a six. So it falls a lot of the the <laughs>
0: you just yeah. you could hack off the it's last a- hour and it still works. It's a real snagger yeah. cut
2: issue. And,
3: yeah. Um, I thought you know if you're gonna make first of all if you're gonna make three hour movies the norm these days. You should put intermissions in your movies so that I can, you know, go to the bathroom, do whatever I need to do because I'm always running out. You have this released has released episode
1: breaks. Make it a show.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It could have been. I even felt like, yeah, it could have been a miniseries or something like that. Obviously, you want Batman on the big screen, but uh, it felt the way it was shot or the way it was paced. It almost felt like a miniseries or something.
0: Guys, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I went to our Cinemark, like the Cinemark we used to go to all together a terrible viewing experience like Mm. i i wish i would have i wish i could have watched it at home like the sound system i was really looking forward to that batmobile chase i feel like it would have i could have made it louder at my house oh Oh. that's a bummer colin
3: and i we went to that cinemark we were in a smaller theater because i was looking at seat availability so we were in the basement where they have the smaller screens and i was a little disappointed because it wasn't a huge screen it was sort of like a you know, a mid-sized, uh, almost like a yeah. big screen TV. But I thought the sound was really mm-hmm. good where we were. Uh, so it's funny.
2: Like we had a
0: big screen up top, terrible sound system. Yeah. Like my like,
2: small screen basement yeah. revs up that yeah, car it in my traditional method. Yeah. How are the subtitles? I, I watch it with my standard Korean <laughs> subtitles. Yep, they're great. Um, what would the word for Batman? Yep, very in Korean. It's just phonetically Batman, Batman. right? Batman. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I think. Also, with, the, with yeah.
3: the structure of this movie,
2: I felt like it,
3: it's using a lot of the tropes of the David Fincher 7 thriller, but the mystery in this movie isn't really that mysterious. It's kind of the typical, like, oh, the DA and the police chief, they're all dirty. They're all working for There's the There's really no anything.
1: shocks. And, Joe, I'll even yeah. just throw it to you as a Batman fan and say, the ultimate reveal, of course, in this film is, the Waynes aren't as clean as you thought they were. And as a comic book fan... Were you just like, yes, and?
0: Yeah.
3: Getting into
1: more court of
3: type
0: stuff. Right? Here's the, here's the thing, though. Like We're talking about The Dark Knight when really you should be talking about Batman Begins. Like, this is the first movie with this character. So there is mm-hmm. a general sort of setup that you need to do. We're watching... The mob guys fall out and be replaced by the Colin Farrell penguins of the world. You know what I right. mean? Like yeah. this is kind of that transitionary period. So to me, this kind of felt like the the promise we get at the end of Batman Begins, where Gordon is like, you know, there's going to be escalation. Like you're you're going to be doing this Batman thing. People are going to start doing crazy things, like this Joker character we're hearing about, and that's kind of where we are now. Where like okay, this penguin character is, is doing the eye drop drug movement now instead of Carmen Falcone, right. the mob guy,
3: we like been forever. Yeah, I do I like how they're like, oh, this is the head of the mob, Carmine Falcone, and this is his right-hand man. He just goes by the penguin and <laughs> yeah, he looks okay. like that. <laughs> yeah. hmm
2: no Scar. you're right joe because now also the city's flooded like shit's fucked crime's just gonna get worse it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better so now all right the batman can't just punch his way to justice he's, he's gotta, gotta, gotta to be Bruce the same side sign. we're starting yeah. he's gotta be yeah so we're setting up uh like there's room to grow here you're right and uh, so it's the first movie like but more I, importantly, yeah, I, I
0: believe think that this batman wants that you know what i mean like i believe that like There's a lesson that he learned in this. I feel like Christopher Nolan's take and Christian Bale's take is so cold and so detached that, like, Mm -hmm. even in uh, The Dark Knight Rises, like, there's zero chemistry between Christian Bale and Anne Hathaway. Like, they are, (laughs) like, two people who I could not imagine seeing in a room together and that they would have any interest in actually talking. Whereas, like
3: yeah
2: rob
0: and zoe i feel like is way more palpable it feels oh, yeah. more real i'm more excited to watch oh, that grow
2: oh yeah and i love that she, she they have great chemistry i love zoe kravitz anybody that's in mad max fury road forever um and uh yeah they have a palpable chemistry she's great you know sorry baby i could take care of myself and all that you know she's charming um and i think just the casting is so good for everybody, even like we said, minor and she is in it enough, but not a ton either. You know, so we'll see more Selena in the Before future. Before we
1: move on to anyone else, Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler, uh, let's finish up with Batman real quick. I just want to do a round table. Mm-hmm. Do you like the costume? Did you like the gadgets? And you know, every, the voice, you know, the, the Robert Pattinson all, please, you know, anybody, Joe, please.
0: Um, yes, to all. I, I loved next to Ben Affleck's costume, it's my favorite live action costume. Um, I hate the, Mm. the fact that he couldn't move his neck in all those other movies is so silly to me. And the fact that it was always all black, I hated. Uh, So we kind of got the gray, the more traditional comic book look with uh, uh, Zack Snyder and Ben Affleck. This time there are Mm -hmm. a lot of gray tones in there. It doesn't feel so one dimensional, but also the way he just bleeds into the shadows is so smart. Uh, I loved the gadgets. They all felt very natural to me. I wish you would have, like, seen better shots of them. Like, we don't see him take out the Batarang and use it until, like, that not the third fans. act.
3: Well, we need... I wanted mm-hmm. to see him actually says, like, use times in five minutes. a Batarang because he only uses it to, like, cut a rope. He doesn't actually yeah. throw a Batarang in the whole movie. So, I'd like to see more of that. But I really... I did like the costume. I like his... How, you know, Christian Bale, he had everything set up. He had this super high-tech cape and everything. Uh, Robert Pattinson he's just starting out so he's like kind of doing it out of his basement very low tech his costume looks like it's homemade basically he's got like just normal like combat boots that he wears uh it, dead ass you know the
0: high tech still feels low tech you know what i mean like like yeah. it's almost like yeah. submarine type footage through that contact lenses that he's like he gotta scramble he used to right. scan
1: for the channel joe what on earth yeah. is he twisting those knobs
0: for i don't know but i've yeah, done it in go, those Arkham games so, so i love it man <laughs> it feels like batman to me so true. yeah yeah
3: yeah and y- he doesn't yeah, have his Lucius Fox yet. Maybe that'll be in the next movie. But Mike, do you love um, it?
2: Oh, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I mean, I like that he doesn't have like a nanotech cape that can fly. It's like I got a special wingsuit. I got to do all this shit to get it prop. ready, and the cops are coming, yeah. and it's like kind of a pain. Yeah, I like that like I like that it's a little low. I like that totally he fucks up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, he like puts his parachute out. And, yeah. like, fucks it up, and like. Falls and it hits his like head so hard. Or
0: he uses it one time, it's <laughs> he, so good. But that kind and of shows like, out. He's bugged. like he's like still yeah.
3: learning. Like he's he's making mistakes sometimes because he's trying out like new technology in the field that doesn't always work out.
1: Now, um, do we mm-hmm. think that was real GoPro footage? The what I would call the most impressive shot of the film: the front of the flight suit. Do we think that was practical?
0: the so, yeah. jumping the car through the fire was practical so i'm assuming that that was <laughs> That's also my favorite practical.
2: shot because they do it a lot they do it with the grappling hook they Damn. do it with the wingsuit there's a lot of on the motorcycle you get a lot of that stuff you're that gonna I love it yeah and yeah is, so just to talk yeah. about
0: that that batmobile scene real quick one favorite batmobile live action since 66 easily absolutely I'm fucking better I, oh, yeah. I, I hate when the batmobile is like a tank i need the batmobile to be a souped up car and that is exactly oh, what awesome. this is and uh you know another little like it beats the dark knight in every category to me i'm sorry in the dark knight they made a big deal a about how player. they flipped over a some semi truck practically like that's what they did they really flipped that semi truck this they really mm-hmm. jumped that fucking hot rod through a pit of fire for no reason, but what? that could have easily been CGI,
2: CGI. It looked so cool. And smashed it into the camera yeah. car. Wow. Like in, in the same shot. Incredible. When he Incredible, starts up yeah. the engine on that car, and
3: sorry the sound wasn't working for you that well, Joe, but I, for, I was for so me, it mad. Was, I was
0: so mad. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, it
1: so nice the front the engine burns red and like it's going to breathe fire at you the whole (laughs) time it's on you're just like it's a monster in
0: the shadows the way the batmobile (laughs) the riddler and the batman all blend into shadows when they want to is is so fucking cool
2: yeah and on that note of that car chase because man ever mad max free road my favorite one of my favorite movies This is, like, since that, probably the best car chase I've ever seen put to film since that came out. And, like, if, uh, you know, they do another one of those and, uh, you know, the cinematographer Fury Road retires, you'll get this guy. I would like to see what he does.
1: You know, like, the classic film, I can't think of another car chase, Mike, that has cars in a busy, occupied area. The fact that the protagonist and antagonist, Batman and the Penguin, had to consider all the cars around them and to... Script the action accordingly was stupendous.
2: I thought it was good. Yeah, but I mean, The Matrix did it a little bit. but I'm wondering. Uh, this takes it to another level. Tell
3: me nobody died as a result of that uh, car I chase didn't. that Batman was directly responsible for. The
1: cars exploded.
3: Uh, <laughs> airbags. I love the way yeah. they handle his morality yeah, too.
0: I, I, I get that. That's that's funny. You know, probably yeah, someone probably did. But also, <laughs> he does mind. not like shoot anyone in the face in the finale. No, no. You know what I mean? Like.
3: Well, like cars exploded, but he doesn't let Selena yeah. like do he it ramps off of two cars that
2: exploded. Right. Like you tell me people didn't die in that car accident, but I would have to watch it back because maybe uh, maybe the penguin caused the chain of events. He that did. led to he those particular into the side. Explosions. But still,
0: Batman didn't like stop so to it's like, a save fault. anyone.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I hear I hear what you're saying. It might put a, an asterisk on Man. his no kill blemish. But I love when he says things to Catwoman like you don't have to pay with him like he has to pay. It's like, no, like. Don't He's don't good. do that. He's starting yeah, to learn. Matt Reeves and, really uh, understood uh, the character. Yeah.
0: I mean like there's like beautiful quiet moments of Bruce Wayne looking at a young orphan who just saw his dad die. Like
2: those little reflections like doesn't say a word. It's good work. But he, he well, one was thing doing. I wanted to and, and Sorry, I like, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you see the edge too like in the very beginning even when he saves that guy in the subway from the the clown mask guys, the clown makeup guys. The guy's like, don't hurt me. He doesn't no. say I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. He just looks at him and a the freak. scene ends. Like, he, he doesn't say, I'm going no to answer, save you. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm here to beat these guys' asses. I don't really care about I'm saving glad you. you. Brought I that up, about vengeance, yeah. right? I wanted to mention
3: yeah. the beginning of this movie, I thought was one of the strongest parts, like the opening scenes. Uh, you see Gotham City, best live action Gotham, I think. Shout outs to London and it's so fucking yeah. good. Great Like location. It's so funny that Christopher Nolan's Gotham was just like, uh, I guess, you know, it's Chicago, it's I guess. Just Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing special. Not that interesting, but <laughs> yeah. this, they really get Gotham. They really get, you see the crime everywhere, and then you see the bat signal, and, like, the criminals are get, like, visibly scared just by seeing the bat signal. They think he's coming. He's out there. And just that opening kind Roaming of montage fear. of scenes of different criminals, like, getting scared by that, and then you see the, the band he of stops. goons. Yeah. Uh, that whole opening was just awesome. On a subway. Do we see a trend yeah. here?
2: <laughs> Joker, right. anybody? And they got
3: their face painted because it's Halloween. It's perfect. Don't do
0: it. It's mm. so um, comic booky too. Like, it opens, like, a like a great comic book.
3: Yeah, and it's a great intro like to this Batman, I thought.
0: Like, it's, like, the
2: perfect intro. Uh, awesome tases a dude in the neck because he shot him you can see him getting pissed off and like literally like upping the level of violence he's exhibiting oh, yeah. upon them yeah like you see him at that point so i think it's a great journey
3: the way this movie um, shot and like the Joe way said, it's edited
2: the lighting yeah the
3: like i really like the lighting when, when it's uh you know a scene that's like only lit by the muzzle flashes of, of the guns that scene was awesome hallway fight. yeah a whole yeah. fight
2: scene yeah uh really
3: good uh stuff there i think
2: Anybody have a favorite action scene besides the car chase? Because that muzzle one, we get a couple big I would of big have ones. to Colin, say the ending here?
1: scene where, because this is a quote-unquote bulletproof Batman, but what that really means is he's constantly taking a wallop. Like Joe said, it's year two. He has not refined the style yet, right? When he gets that shotgun blast from mm-hmm. uh, Clue-Anon, and he's out, <laughs> and Zoe Saldana's Catwoman is nice, nice. not sure if he's okay. Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz. (laughs) No, how dare you. It's (laughs) Star Trek. Gamora comes in. Gamora comes in. uh, (laughs) Zoe Kravitz. And (laughs) she thinks he is dead. (laughs) Like, she has to defend herself. It's not going well. He needs to defend her. Reaches for the syringe and adrenalines himself, gets up and loses it. It's just. (laughs) There, that the concept of that didn't even there's nothing introducing that prior to that scene. You're just like in the moment as horrified as she is with what he is doing.
3: Right. The fact that he has a syringe of yeah, adrenaline could kill him kill him to use in case he needs it, you know? It's just no other hilarious. Batman
1: would be taking those hits, <laughs> Jacob, and be like, I need to be prepared when I lose. This Batman's like, I might. And when I do, <laughs> I won't lose. <laughs> and you're like, I mean, oh my
2: God. I specifically have a port you know, yes, in my literally, leg. Literally, a allow medical port <laughs> Mike built
1: into the costume so that I know mm-hmm. where to fucking go. This kid, I mean, my God.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, he says when he's talking to Alfred yeah. in the hospital, at the at the point of no return in his character arc, he says, like, you know, I never really cared if I die. It's not about that to me anymore. I just couldn't go through the trauma of ever losing anyone again. Like, he has that emotional yeah. journey all before we even get to that third act.
2: Yeah, and then, like you said, when he, when we, you see Paul Dano in jail and that whole big scene, the con- confrontation, you could like, oh, he gets it, but it takes the the clueenon guy saying, "I'm vengeance," for him oh, to be like, "Whoa!" Butter. And then we get a symbolic kind of baptism. You know, Batman falls to the water to cut the electricity, and then he's reborn. At which point, he makes his first gesture of uh, aid to the citizens. Well, yes, and the person that he unmasks, yes. Mike,
1: is the person that Bruce Wayne interacted with at the funeral. It was the father who lost the kid who said, if I got my hands on this guy, you know, I would, I would kill him for what he did. Blah, 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 blah. Bruce Wayne, AKA Batman Mm -hmm. did the wrong thing in that moment because the Riddler inspired that person because they were at a moment of weakness opposed to like Joe has been saying, inspiring this moment of hope that these, these people can pull through. Right. And again, that is what he's realizing by the end of this movie. So goddamn beautiful. Uh, Any other, you guys said, favorite fights. If you have any more uh, favorite Batman stuff before, I I swear we got to jump to some other characters or something. Uh, Any last Batman thoughts?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh oh, man, no, just I think I think we got it with the covering the theme for me. I love the costume. I like that it's not like high tech, like he doesn't have like a super tactical like it's like just a regular button snap pocket. Like it's not like a special back it, pocket. It's just like you could buy this at a surplus. He brings store. his costume right.
1: in a backpack when he breaks into the iceberg
2: lounge at one point. <laughs> and the backpack <laughs> is so huge. massive you're like it's gotta be that yes. big to hold it. Yeah, yeah. I love how practical the <laughs> that, attention to detail is. I like yeah, his uh, – there's it. some good
3: grappling hook stuff in this. He uses the grappling hook a few times. Love it. Uh, and, yeah, when he tries to use that, that – you know, He tries to use the parachute, and he fucks up, and he, like, crashes. Like, I think Incredible. that's, like – Awesome to show that Batman isn't just infallible all the time like everything no. he does isn't perfect. My yeah. back.
0: <laughs> Spider-Man two moments. Yeah, I mean the, the <laughs> adrenaline, the grappling hooks, the contact lenses, like all all the gadgets really worked for me. Yeah, I every I mean like I don't have a favorite fight sequence cuz every fight sequence he kind of fought everyone the same way and I kind of loved it. I mean it was just, you know, that hand-to-hand brutality.
2: yeah visceral yes i think that's the best way to Every describe them in this them. movie is visceral, so let's talk about
1: so. another visceral person yeah. someone who will grab you cover your face with duct tape let's talk a little bit about the riddler
2: yeah i mean if i could jump in then on the front end it's paul dano stand. um he's great and the way like you were saying Colin earlier you know you never know who's looking through the binoculars even the opening of the movie it's like oh this is a little Bruce Wayne it's a rich family in the penthouse this is the Waynes they're going we're going to get the whole thing no that's you know the mayor and it's the Riddler who's spying on them and then we have Batman spying on them and the whole thing is you both wear masks you're both taking the law into your own hands and so you got to be careful with um, how you go about that cuz you might inspire people to do um, really bad things, uh, and thinking they're aligned with you, which is kind of what we get out of the Riddler. You know, he's kind of misinterpreted what Batman's goal is, or when so he to has, speak. And he, yeah, he, he has thinks, good oh, intentions. Like we're everyone friends. he's
3: killing is like the corrupt mayor, the corrupt DA, the corrupt police chief. Like he's trying to expose people who are doing bad things in positions of power, but he's just going too far with it in killing them because he's, you know, a psychopath or something. But, uh, I mean he's
0: yeah he's he's mentally ill right. like this is the first time we've really seen someone who ends up in Arkham who should be in Arkham you know right. what I mean like you could tell he's sick like like I I really appreciate yeah. that angle of it how it was he was he was like beautifully unhinged in some of these scenes where he's just like screaming the the snap of it all is really really scary and really well done
2: yeah and you understand like where he's coming from because it all stems from the re, 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 rejuvenation renewal. or whatever the revival one fund. word renewal fund sorry uh, joe saw this most recently yeah the renewal fund and so you yeah, have uh riddler was a forensic data analyst so he's like getting he, he's able to get the information and see where the money goes kind of you know and so as soon as thomas wayne died All these corrupt people just swooped in and started passing portions of that fund off and the orphans never got helped. So you have Orphan Riddler looking at Orphan Bruce Wayne, who's rich and happy, even though his parents are dead. And he has this resentment from a very young age towards the people in power who were supposed to help him and never did. Um, and it's a strong motivation for him, but like Jacob said, he's just going about it the wrong way. But I, I like the character, and yes. he's the perfect villain for this movie. And I think he fits Joker, but he's the perfect uh, a villain lot of
3: you know movie. current events going on. But I think the you know the Riddler, he's kind of like a, a guy that would be on 4chan. You know, he's kind of isolated from society. He's on up. 4chan all day. Mm-hmm. He's doing Clue on. Uh, he's talking to his 500 subscribers. You he's know. got
0: 507 <laughs> subscribers. Hey
3: you know, fringe types. But you only need
2: five hundred to get forty yeah. of them to take rifles somewhere. That's the scary part. You don't need a million no. to do some crazy it shit. Is. But like the, it, you know, the best, best conspiracies
3: too. are the ones that have a basis in truth that they just go too far with it, and that's what the Riddler is doing, right? So I think it works really well. And again, the humor angle of this movie, uh, I think it, you know, the Riddler is really funny at times too. <laughs> uh, some of his his riddle like the thumb drive, mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. It's great, you know. I've also uh, Yeah.
1: I've seen thumb some drag. people best saying of the year at that point. what he's <laughs> doing aren't riddles. I one hundred percent disagree. The last thing that is inside every card is always a question that has a pun or ironic answer. That is a riddle.
3: Yeah, The best one is so El El Rada Yeah. Uh, I didn't like oh, Okay, they're like, what is a rat with wings? Immediately, I was like, a bat?
1: This is, this. what you have to like, understand, no, this is an pigeon. incredibly like, yeah, well-written written movie. <laughs> now, this exists in a universe, a parallel universe, where the first thing you think of when you hear rat with wings is isn't a bat because like you I of course <laughs> went out loud a bat and when Batman the world's greatest detective turns and goes a stool pigeon it's all because of this and that I'm like oh wow you might a not be good pigeon. at this
3: yeah and then they're later they're like you know what a penguin also
1: yeah, has yeah. Hold on. and they're like Falcon, falcon kind of like falcon should we drive over there you want to get in my car a
2: lot head. of things okay, have hold on. Like, What's going <laughs> <on?">
3: <laughs> but what I did like about that one is when they reveal like the yes. twist of it not being proper Spanish <laughs> and it should be law instead of L. And it's U R L rata a lot U R L. That's a really clever riddle inside the riddle. I thought, so I was like, yes, but yeah, it made it really interesting. Yes.
1: Yeah. It all frustrated me. But,
0: yes. <laughs> but why would he think, why would yeah. Batman think Even he's the rat? Like he wouldn't be like, ah, oh, yes, Batman. You know what I mean? I,
1: it, but the way that it's phrased, Joe, yeah. it, 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 uh, it, it makes no sense. The conclusions they immediately start coming to it's wild.
3: And the fact that the penguin is the one yeah, to point yeah. out the bad Spanish, it's like, don't wait. you guys know Spanish?
2: I'm, <laughs> the, I'm the penguin. You, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, what, Greatest detectives in the city. Oh, yeah. You know, he's giving him shit. Oh, uh, yeah. you, Colin Penguin. You, you didn't even recognize did him. Please, yeah, I didn't even recognize the penguin, him. Did you as like it? Penguin. No. He's The voice is great when he's. Thanks. He escaped. I got you. I got you. You crazy. And then the I car. Love drones, they, it's, it's incredible. They when show him the pictures of like the dead bodies. like,
3: whoa, whoa, whoa. Go I forward. don't want to see all that. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, what, what are you just that's shoving it in my face?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the he Batman that role, I thought. and the Penguin yeah, have a yeah. conversation where the Batman needs information from the Penguin. This is a good Batman movie. Like like that is you know what I mean? Like that's, yep. Fair. That's how these relationships work. I love that we're watching the penguin rise to power in the city that it's just going to be acceptable for these people who have crazy nicknames and crazy looks to be characters in the city. Now I love that they yeah. took the, the twins, which is typically two, you know, young, hot women that he has on his sides and made them his dumb doormen. Like I thought that was really interesting. Um, Again, I think oh, it all I feels that. like cool.
3: the animated series more than any live action movie has before. So it just nails that tone
0: iceberg lounge and, uh, yeah. yeah 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 i love the like 90s grunge iceberg lo- lounge like yeah I, I i love the penguin man
2: mm-hmm nice nice how do you feel about gordon i i, I really like commissioner gordon in this you know westworld jeffrey wright i think he, he's awesome in this like, cause he's getting shit from the other cops. And he like really has like, it's okay. like, are we allowed to have Batman here? Everyone's <laughs> like, like, is he this allowed is to be in here? And I like place that.
1: where <laughs> it really feels like a weakness to me to not show origin story stuff, to just jump ahead to this year two and go like, Gordon, mm-hmm. you're one of the good ones. I know that. You know that we're best friends. Obviously this is how we operate is a very jarring thing to kind of have to well, get Well, Gordon's on not with.
3: commissioner yet. He's only a captain or a detective Lieutenant. or whatever. Lieutenant. <laughs> Um, but he's apparently the only good cop. The rest of them are corrupt mm. or just think Batman's he's gonna a freak. kill me.
1: No, you're a good cop. How do? you – Well, he, I don't. know. He might not know that. He could probably still kill my kids. Yeah. No, I've already decided. Well, By Gordon the way, didn't what's even though the chief was
3: corrupt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, another joke that I really like in this too is when. Batman's like in the, like touching the evidence and someone's like, Hey, he's going to contaminate the evidence or whatever. And <laughs> Gordon's like, clothes. no, he's, he's wearing gloves. He's wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine.
1: Yeah. Or the multiple times yeah. <laughs> other police officers who clearly Gordon has either paid off or is just close enough come in and go like, somebody else is coming. Like, you got to get this fucking guy out of here, man. And he's like, OK, go, 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 go. And they See, just like, like I, shoo I each other out of rooms. Like,
0: yeah, I'm so true. glad I didn't have to watch them build the trust all over again mm-hmm. just to skip the actual detective parts in between movies. You know what I mean? Like, I like that we're getting like, yeah, they already work together. There's already a system in play. There's already a bat signal, but it's not at the top of police headquarters. It's somewhere else.
1: I need one line, Joe. That's all I'm saying, where it's like, site, hey, yeah. man, you know, when you saved my life on the Zazz case, like, obviously, oh, hey. you know, I, I, you know, I've been in debt to you and like, I help you out here. But like, you got to play by some of our rules. And, you know, just like a Batman, you know, like brooding, not responding to that.
3: That's it. Well, it's interesting because Gordon trusts. Bruce Wayne, or Batman implicitly more than anyone else. Uh, meanwhile, so you know, about. Batman, he's he's a young guy. He's, he's in his early 30s. He's not, like, you know, super established or anything. So, yeah, we don't really get the idea of, like, why would Gordon trust him so much. Uh, but do you like Batman coming in when all the cops are there? Because that's another thing I was like, normally wouldn't Batman kind of come in afterwards and him and Gordon look at the evidence after all the other cops left or something? He usually doesn't show up in front of all the cops and just, like, Fresh stand there, scene. like...
0: Yeah, It depends on, I see, I like it because it, it skips a I part like of the it. story that I'm overseeing. I'm sick of seeing, like, the Frank Miller takes on Batman, man. I'm sick of the, like, no one likes he's him, the there. cops don't like him. Like, I'm sick of it. I've seen that story so many fucking times that I like that you're just showing me a story where, like, yeah, he's got, uh, you know, Lieutenant Gordon trusts him. They pay off these people. They set up this place where the signal is. Maybe next time we see him, things will be different. Like, that's enough for me.
2: yeah and i like you know because it's not like all the cops are like fuck batman there's like but like we have protocols and uh, i don't want to lose right. my job like i i know you like them but like am i gonna lose my job like they're more concerned about that and you do see him go in like when he finds the final clue he goes in after and that one cop is there yeah. who saw bruce and wayne it's like, a little oh, more Mr. friendly wayne. to him you know? he warms up to he sees that him, guy and he's like hey what mean? are you like, doing in here? And he uh, yeah. just <laughs> slowly, yeah. It, at first, Batman just looks at him. He just like, he just, I like yeah. how Batman just doesn't respond. Yeah, Man, when he, he says he feels, stuff, he just yeah. mumbles quietly, no, like, I'm yeah. going to the oven.
0: He <laughs> lies still. What, what do, do you mean? He lies still. That's the riddle. That's the answer. answer.
3: That the justice one joke. is like, yeah, what is blind, poetic? Um, it's like, oh, obviously still. justice. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> yeah. Justice. <laughs> i like once in my pocket yeah. but that frodo didn't make the, the nine things hey i'm i wouldn't be a good reader because <laughs> me i'm like this is gold yeah, bro. <laughs> thumb drive dude Hell yeah, yeah. No. frodo the nine fingers let's go The uh, mayor of the nine fingers Ew. is what we ended up with in this movie um i i yeah i think any, any other characters that we we kind of talked first I, comic I, I, accurate Catwoman. catwoman. great casting Cat been done um uh, and she gets wow. that Halle Berry throwback oh. outfit I do think, for one fight. I don't um, know about that, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's intentional. That's what I called it. Frank Miller the outfit
0: ripped directly from Year One.
2: So. Oh, really? They,
0: they they did. Yeah, that's the uh, the the pump okay. up uh, shirt. else there. Cool. I personally felt
3: like while I liked yeah, the yeah, casting yeah. of both characters, I didn't know. I didn't think their chemistry was that great, and I felt like it was a little. Uh, rush their love uh, kind of arc where Catwoman like basically just met Batman and then is immediately like in love with him and mm-hmm. wants to him to leave the city with her at the end.
1: I'm glad you're saying that. Yes, I feel like she emotionally, and it's kind of set up because obviously she has daddy issues. Let me just go ahead and say that. And yes, of <laughs> like a men dependence. And she lost what is either her roommate or lover mm-hmm. very recently, right? Yeah, She's clearly love codependent. Her. But to say her, Jacob, because him... It is not love yeah. I truly believe that like He just has like like a Voyeuristic fascination with her And that it like it, It's just mm-hmm. like something he like Has repressed his entire life Sexual desires and stuff And with her it is undeniable
0: I think the, the Best Batman stories are all At their and core guess, about broken people Who find each other And what they do when they find each other And like they work really well to me in yeah. the same way that him and Riddler do the same way that like Heath Ledger and Christian Bales, Batman did, you know?
3: Right. I do like the angle of, uh, yeah, she has a thing for straight. <laughs> it's a thing stray. we strays. find out that her true father was Carmine Falcone, uh, which is, I don't think that's like a comic mm-hmm. accurate thing, but it's, I think it's an interesting angle to go with. Right? No, it's,
0: it's from the comics.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's why she's working at the wow. club to get close to him. She's a you. Um, I, I right. I, I think there was a, I, I saw on YouTube, I was watching some reviews and this guy read the book. There's a book that's like a prequel to this. It's supposedly canon. And in that like Bruce Wayne is like, Oh yeah. Like I, I was never really like good with girls and shit. Like he it's just kind of like, it wasn't like his focus, but he would travel around the world going to schools and every time he went to a different country, he'd, like, do a martial art. So, like, he's always been focused on the Batman thing, but not so much on the relationship thing. So then when she's got a thing for strays, oh, maybe shit. he's like, oh, damn, you know what? I kind of yeah. like that God, little so I, I think hot. I need to lean into this, you know? He, he would never he never opened himself yeah. up. And they have aligned goals somewhat. I mean, he's also, you know, yeah. like, like, he tells Alfred straight up, like, how many times does he
0: look at Alfred and say, you are not my father. Like, you're like, we do not have any relation. You are not important to me. And then he has that breakdown <laughs> yeah. of, like, I could not face the trauma of losing anyone it's the same reason he's not immediately letting Catwoman in even if there is like some electricity between them he's he what was he gonna get close yeah. to someone again that's that's a mistake mm-hmm. Catwoman also at one point tells
3: Batman to check his yeah, white yeah, privilege no right yeah that was, it was yeah, she says, all
1: these old white guys in yeah. power who gives a b- shit about them and I was like hmm you're right could <laughs> <Good> work <for laughs> it, <Catwoman."> yeah
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yes. We need to hear that. Then they have their Fast ah. and the Furious, uh, you know, separate ways and motorcycles. And... <laughs> and he looks in the mirror until she job, disappears. Like, Will he ever see her again? Sham that knows? music. This movie's over. We're it's fucking It's a great dying. shot. A GoPro shot again. Also,
0: he had transformed the <laughs> drifter bike you know, that he had, had the whole cred, time really. into a, a Bat cycle for the first time. Mm. Like, you know, it's got the fronts all different like and the, that.
1: Put the ears on it.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I saw that too. I didn't know if that was the whole time. Nice catch. And even though the tumbler motorcycle drives up the wall, yeah, in front oh, of yeah around, I never yeah, liked the yeah, tumbler that much.
3: Like the Batmobile in this is so much better yeah. than the tumbler. Um, mm-hmm.
2: It reminds me of Thomas Jane's yes. Punisher vehicle, where he puts the metal yeah. shades on it. Like it's very it, DIY. This is it's much more badass. I know we said we hate it, but tougher, when was the last time you watched that. that
1: snarky Anne Hathaway Catwoman
2: last uh, night? It's uh, garbage. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a fan.
1: Even no, if the I'll little hats the weird bandit, me, you know, and again, the, Joey, what would you call that?
3: Mike? I still like it. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Nolan tries to. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Nolan it's tries the to hit those same themes yeah. of like wealth inequality and, and that kind of thing, but Operation
0: it just doesn't work in the you know. slate
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's awful but the whole thing Do you know yeah it like, was growing up looking like me <laughs> and at the way a white supermodel i'm like yeah. i don't have no idea
0: i i'll tell you i stand by it i watched that movie last <laughs> oh, night it is the worst batman movie
3: ever and bane's whole yes. plan is like a riff on uh oh, like occupy, uh, wall, occupy street. wall street wow. at the time which was yeah. big uh but like yeah it's really stupid and then the the talial ghoul reveal it, yeah it's not it's not very good
0: oh it's yeah. it's Awfully handled, and uh, no, it's no. only eleven minutes shorter than this movie. Like this movie is, <laughs> I think you, I think you chop that last forty-five minutes out.
1: Like
3: that's, well, that's a lot of take. slow. Like he slowly reaches into the cage and like takes out the clue. Like
1: something. Speed it up, guys! The like, <laughs> yeah. Here's
0: yeah. the thing: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I would watch eight hours of it, but I get why people are like, I don't like this because <laughs> it is. I don't just have a like, problem with the length as much as music.
3: Yeah, it's very yeah, it's very moody. But I don't have a problem mm. with the length as much as just put it in intermission if I'm watching it in theaters because I hate having to miss part of the movie. <laughs> but I, you know, you know, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, yes, I got
1: my large chair to go really good time. time. I will say <laughs> yeah. he uh, seemingly because it wasn't a plot point. You left during the car chase, but it, you did miss well, it's the jump. Which was better than Spider Man when I left cool. during. And May Die, <laughs> yes, which was yeah. ridiculous. And when you came back, <laughs> you were like, what happened? And I was like, the most oh, important geez. thing in the movie <laughs> The <happened."> emotional <laughs> crux of the film. So, so yeah. hold on, hold
2: on. The most important I want to thing say last three one last movies. question I have about yeah. this
1: plot-wise and stuff. And then I think we can probably jump over to maybe final thoughts or whatever else we want to do here. Um, yeah, I think what so. What was the purpose and <laughs> point? Because it seems like everything is very purposeful in this <laughs> movie and well-written and has a point. But Batman... Gives up chasing the Riddler, who he believes has gotten away. All the cops storm in. He's about to have a big brooding moment where he's like, I guess I'm going to go back through the clues. And one of the cops gets on the radio and goes, hey, we just got a tip. You know, the Riddler who just ran out of this building and how none of us are chasing after him actually he was just spotted at a diner nearby should we all go get him and Batman's like let's go and everybody rushes <laughs> over there why on earth was that solved with a clue uh, or a tipper like a, a civilian calling in and being just like yeah I don't well, remember. It's, it's like a, downstairs like neighbor, a right? thing or a real world detail of like sometimes the cops lose people and it's like up to regular Joes like us
0: I mean think of peace, Peacemaker what happens when in that first or second episode when they can't find him and they go and canvas the neighbors and stuff and someone must have yeah. said oh someone came down the fire escape that mm-hmm. scene when Riddler you don't turns need himself it in. but like it does yeah. make sense but you absolutely yeah. do not need it it seemed like a very
1: weird thing <laughs> to hit for the brakes for, for literally 30 seconds just to yeah. be like actually the chase isn't done because we caught him it's just off screen and you're like is this a COVID yeah. thing like literally I could not wrap my <laughs> mind around it where I was like did <laughs> you just cut out like the scene in between well, I do think that's
3: that diner scene where he kind of turns himself in. That oh, is yeah. another sort of homage to Seven, the scene where Kevin Spacey turns himself into the police. Very similar esque, you know. It's obviously mm-hmm. something um, he
1: had designed. Of like, this is where the mm. end point of the plot yeah. is. But like, I told I don't you, I see knew you in hell. Yeah. No, 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 but I mean, even Matt Reeves just being oh, like, yeah, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like storylines, right. and story then, we're talk about wise, our and great then plan. the Riddler turns himself in. Can you? The mm-hmm. audience is going to go wild. But you're like, well. But like how did you get? A lot. Here? I
3: mean that's kind of a trope <laughs> is the 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 villain being caught on purpose yes. has been a trope of superhero Stifle. movies like the Joker did it in The Dark Knight, Loki did it in Avengers but that's okay. Everybody does uh-huh. it all the time, yeah. I well, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the cameo mm-hmm. at the end, right? What did you guys right. think about that a little cameo? Yeah. I didn't need oh, it. That's yeah.
2: good to touch on, yeah.
3: Didn't need it. I didn't need uh, it.
0: You're kind of locking Mm, yourself into
3: like that's your version of the Joker in this uh, this universe, I guess. Like Barry Keoghan, whether he wants to use it or
1: not. I think thematically it makes sense because Mm -hmm. it's about the two characters that have been on the same path who need to make a choice at the end of the movie. Batman needs to make the choice to befriend the good side of himself. Riddler just unfortunately makes the bad choice to continue to fall to bad influences. Right. Um, yeah. I, don't I mean, know. I guess it,
0: it also does set up the war of jokes and riddles, which mm. I really appreciate. I, I just don't need it. I don't need another Joker, man. Like, could you me, see I, it? what I thought was, what I thought was way more fucking interesting is that in this in movie. the, uh, you know, the Wayne's are a little dirtier than you think. Edward Elliot is Thomas Elliot's father who is hush in the comics. So that to me is way more interesting. Oh, the idea that okay. there is someone from Bruce's past, Thomas Elliot in, in the he's comics. Reporter, right? He's like a surgeon. Like, I don't, you know, like some of the details were a little different there, but Thomas Elliot or, or Edward Elliot, the yeah, last yeah. name Elliot is uh hush. And like, that's way more interesting well, whole- to me. Court of Owls is a, a much yeah. more interesting direction. Like I just don't, I get that it's well, the Joker. My, you got to do it, but I wish you didn't.
1: I'm the
3: Joker. This is my baby. question to you guys. Uh, with you know wrapping things up, what would you like to see going forward with mm-hmm. this franchise? What would you say, like to see in the next movie? You mentioned Court of Owls. That's a very uh, that's a newer Batman story where it involves the Wayne family a lot and kind of the old money in Gotham. So they could really go that route the next you know for the sequel. What do you guys think?
0: What I want more than anything is. A movie believe- that is about him becoming Bruce Wayne. So I want uh, him to use his money to rebuild Gotham. Mm-hmm. And I want in rebuilding Gotham to unlock some secret of the city. And that is the mystery we follow. Whether that be Court of Owls or or, or whatever. Like I think you can have a detective story and you just got to change the themes a little bit. And it needs to be about how this person who only knew how to inspire fear is trying to inspire hope. And I want just as much Alfred as we had Gordon in this, and I want to shift the focus to being more in the light than in the dark. And I wanted to—is there any villains that would you like to see
3: any villains that maybe lesser villains that haven't been uh, seen on in live action yet, or you know someone from his stable that hasn't really been highlighted in the movies prior
2: or anything like that? I don't want to be the only one who answers. Is that very (laughs)
0: well? I would
2: go off. Yeah, yeah, please, go ahead. go ahead. Well, I got, you know, some... I'm just saying there's been talk in the trades and stuff take it with a grain of salt that right. matt reeves has mentioned court of by name is something he's interested in doing there's rumors that we're going to have you know penguin and 44 below mr freeze might be coming well we already there, know rumors of this stuff could be happening again grain of salt you know i didn't fact yeah, check we'll say we, we, we already, like, already know that there's gonna be off. it could be all bullshit well, we, we already know there's gonna be a penguin spinoff there's gonna be a penguin
1: spinoff An show, spin-off show right i don't know about any of these.
2: So that Joker could just be a whole thing for the Arkham show. We have no idea. Um, but for this, I agree with Joe. I, I want a I movie about like becoming Bruce business,
1: Wayne. You know what I um, mean, Joe? I like want. I would like to see him have like a human rival. Whether that's you know another industry It could be fucking Oliver Queen or you know Lex Luther wants to move in. It could be fucking Maxi Zeus is a businessman who you know blah 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 mm. blah Ooh, blah. That'd right? be
0: fun. Someone like that, right? yeah.
1: Um, but my question to you guys is, because you just said all those iconic characters, Mike, mm-hmm. where you're like, what about Mr. Freeze? What about this? Yeah. So you guys think Killer Croc, Clayface, Mr. Freeze, those types of characters, Poison Ivy, can exist in this Matt Reeves Batman universe? Well, we haven't mm-hmm. seen anyone with powers
3: or uh, anything super like a mutant it's any, almost like, following you know, in the we haven't seen anything like Nolan. that in the universe. We've got yeah. a weird Zodiac serial killer guy. We've got <laughs> a cat burglar. And we've got a guy who dresses like a bat. We haven't seen and any superheroes gangster. yet. Yeah. Right? And yeah. all
0: of those people have like super power martial arts and like <laughs> right. contact yeah. lenses that are also devices and shoot up adrenaline. I don't think anything's... What, Mr. Freeze shoots ice? That's too unrealistic? That's it? Oh, Some Clay of the other ones I get you're saying, be hard like, to do. Yeah. I wouldn't jump to them next, but I don't know. Like, I, I buy this as a comic book universe. I buy comic oh, wow. book things could happen in it.
2: Yeah, I could see a Mr. I mean, Freeze. I mean, are like that they I name drop. drop yeah. It's like,
0: that's weird enough. Yeah. In this-
3: Joe sure. so in this movie they're name dropping Bloodhaven, they're name dropping, you know, Arkham Asylum like oh they're yeah, they're really going for the comic book angle of it. Like they're not shying <laughs> away from canon do they stuff, say at at all stuff as well. I think they I do. I definitely think they could go there.
2: I I, I think so yeah. too.
0: It doesn't feel silly to me. It doesn't feel unrealistic.
2: Not one bit. I think um
0: uh, why don't we uh on over to final thoughts then, yeah. right? Let's do it. Let's
2: do it. I yeah. think so.
1: to turn off the bat light head back to the bat cave because we are wrapping up our final thoughts on Matt Reeves 2022 Robert Pattinson starring epic The Batman Mm -hmm. uh, here on Normies Like Us and we'll give our final thoughts here what do we think boys
2: I think first of all we're wrapping it up we're going to do it with duct tape you know, Riddler style. <laughs> no more lies. <laughs> nice. I want to no know what you really podcast. Think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, we, we, I think we're all pretty uh, positive about more it. More right? or less. Yeah. It's, it's not perfect. Again, pacing yeah. issue. Even when I walked out, you know, my friend was like, so what do you think? I'm like, I really liked it, but I do think it has the propensity to get a little boring. And I didn't want to use that. That feels like a no, no word mm. for this movie. That's so excellent. But I think there are pacing issues other than that.
0: I think that's valid. Other yeah.
2: Yeah. than that, incredible cinematography, yeah, incredible could been Batman. Shorter. There is a longer cut. There is a director's cut of this that has more with <laughs> the penguin, who knows? But um I'm I would fan mm. cut this down forty-five minutes, like Joe said. Uh that being said, yeah favorite portrayal Batman. This is my favorite Batman movie. I like it more than Dark Knight. And that's uh that's where we'll leave wow. it. Wow. Yep. Wow. For me, I just wanna say awesome cinematography,
3: lighting, editing. Uh, art design, score. We didn't even really Sound talk about design. the score too much. So good. Uh, Michael Giacchino.
1: Giacchino. Giacchino. I don't Giacino. know how to tell. I'm not it. Italian,
3: but Giacchino. Uh, Giacchino. Big fan of him. You know, he did Lost. Uh, he did a bunch of other stuff. Uh, this score is super interesting because it has, you know, it has that Nirvana song. And it has Ave Maria, which kind of comes and goes, these two motifs that kind of go in and out through this whole mm-hmm. movie that, in a really interesting way. Like, obviously, they just play the Nirvana song, like at the beginning when he's on his motorcycle. Uh, but then that theme comes back in motifs, and it's it's really interesting. And then they have Ave Maria. They have, like, so many choirs doing Ave Maria through this. Uh, but it's incredible. Uh, big fan of that, like, how that fit with the tone of everything, like, really well made. Um I think yeah, it's the best live-action Batman portrayal for sure, in my opinion. I can't. I put put it up there with Dark Knight because I still think Dark like I still think Dark Knight is a, is a really good movie. Uh, it's just not the best Batman in a movie, but it's it's my favorite movie that has Batman in it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But it's not the best Batman movie, so I think this is a better Batman movie. But I think the Dark Knight is a better movie. Can I
2: asterisk really quick? My my final thing. The reason I like it more than Dark Knight is because even when I watch Dark Knight, it looks like stuff that I've seen before. Like, I've seen blockbusters. This has things, like when the car is upside down and he's stepping out of the fire, like, there is shots in this movie that i've never seen before and i i I love that with the craft and then last thing it's the most brooding we've ever seen robert pattinson and he was in twilight but he's so much yeah it goes down so much easier here because of everything else around it and the writing and the performance and if he was a bat as a vampire he would be a vampire bat i would assume but um that's the joke i had to get in thumb drive two thumbs up for me (laughs) well robert pattinson (laughs) there we go
3: yeah that's it i've been a big fan of Pattinson for a long time. Thank you. Um, You know, he was disrespected a lot. He was in Twilight. Him and Kristen Stewart were kind of looked down on by a lot of people. Uh, They've both made really interesting choices post-Twilight. Okay, so Jacob, Uh, he
1: stars in this movie. It's a little-known movie. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Good Times. (laughs)
0: Good
3: Times. The
1: (laughs) name of the opening
0: convenience store.
1: Oh, nice. nice. Safdie Brothers uh
3: that's a great movie he's done a lot of indies uh the lighthouse with willem Dafoe. uh he's made interesting choices kristen stewart too she's nominated for an oscar this year so you have he's batman she's nominated for an oscar princess
0: diana (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah
3: who would have thought you know 10 years ago they're both in twilight you never know what's going to happen but i think he did great uh and i just want to say about the dark knight i don't think like okay take out heath ledger's joker it's Definitely not as good as, of a movie as this movie. But that performance for me puts it over the top. Uh, really? But, you know, I, I still like the Riddler in this movie. So I think it's an interesting take on mm-hmm. the Riddler. Kind of rambling final thoughts for me. But overall.
1: <laughs> well, these are I'm all written p- in your diary <laughs> that you fucking <laughs> mailed yeah. to us in a code. <laughs> <We've>
3: <laughs> got yeah. thousands of these. For the normies. The ciphers are all it's fun, fun <laughs> jokes. It's really hard to understand. Yeah.
2: Um, LeBron James. I'm gonna, but it's a but. my
0: my final thoughts start with a a complaint that i have just in general Mm. there's a ton Mm. of spider-man movies there's a ton of batman movies in your batman Mm. movies you get diversity you don't really have that in your spider-man movies your spider-man movies are with the exception of into the spider-verse all kind of the fucking same suits all kind of look the same characters are all kind of learning the same lesson from lego batman to the batman to mask of phantasm to the Dark Knight. Uh, to Batman returns to Batman and Robin wildly different. You get so many different yeah. uh, takes on the characters that Batman movies to me are inherently a little like harder to pick a favorite because they're just different. You know, mm. if, you, yeah. if you wanted to give me though a, a a Batman that's more rooted in realism, your options are going to be the Nolans or the Reeves. I would take the Reeves every single day of the week. Mm. I just think it's a more interesting depiction. Um, if you are a person who is, uh, watched this movie, loved the Batman, you've never read a comic book. You just know the character from the movies, the video games, and the TV shows, and you're looking for comics that feel like this, uh, the ba- Batman, the black mirror is a, a wonderful little, uh, serial killer story about James Gordon, uh, commissioner Gordon's son, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Arkham Asylum is kind of an art house book uh, about the inmates of Arkham that kind of has like a painting style to it. Uh, So, yeah, those are two that I would recommend on top of the the long Halloween, the year ones. Like those are kind of like the ones you expect to get, you know, pitched Uh, those two. And then um, the Sean... Uh, Sean Williams, I think that's his name. The White Knight stuff. I think if you like like the style, especially like
2: kind of the hot Bob rod Noel. nature of this, mm. the the White Knight, you're going to want those. Dom Toretto would be. perfect. on top of that of um, that Batmobile.
3: Yeah. Um, on top of that, Joe, I'll say if you like the tone of this movie, you like the feel of this movie, you like the rainy streets of Gotham and the the cars and everything, check out Seven by David Fincher. It's a good movie if you <laughs> yeah, haven't seen it. Goes seen into it. my
1: final points here. So yeah. <laughs> Um, The Dark Knight, you know, is called a pastiche of Michael Mann's heat. Okay. And honestly, you could Mm. keep going to the Michael Mann well because there is a lot of Manhunter DNA, the first uh, Hannibal Lecter film in in this film that we talked about today. But, Jacob, when I came home from our viewing of the Batman, I did a rare 10 o'clock call and knock going straight to bed and was like so jazzed up from what we (laughs) saw of – what I was should so I put I go, on next? Man. I was so tired. Too. <laughs> I was a little drunk. Um, and I, I said, Dark Knight seems the most obvious. I went to put it on and it just did not feel right because I thought that's that is such a lateral this the grounded, you know, quote unquote. But it's really that's not what I'm going for here. Mm-hmm. So then I said, Joe, I'll do the Frank Miller Batman animated year one. I put that on for a couple minutes, but I, I really don't like that. And it's on HBO Max. That's really not one of my favorite animated ones. Mm. And then I thought, okay, Seven or Zodiac. And Jacob, like mm. you just said, I thought I will fulfill what this is doing genre-wise opposed to actual content of Batman. Mm-hmm. And that was wrong, too. Right. It, it didn't match up. You know, there there really is a mm. reason that, um, you know— there's not a 7-2. You don't watch the continued adventures of Brad Pitt after he finds <laughs> What's his in the box wife's again? head. You know, <laughs> exactly. Like It's not like there's another film where he's like, and this guy, you know, or True Detective. It's not like we continued on with those guys again. You kind of, these, these, these big dark stories like this, you really can't. It makes me nervous for the sequel to this, but, the, you know, there's... Tone-wise, just a reason that the, it, that wasn't matching up to what Batman was. I ended up doing what Joe actually – the one he had mentioned before, one of our kind of favorites. I just threw Lego Batman on and just went like, I just want to celebrate the joy that is Batman or whatever, mm. right? Um, and I agree with you that there it, there really does seem to be this multitude of Batman that you can really digest and reach out to. I'm harsher on this one, I think, in an opposite or maybe – polar just swap of recency bias where i kind of just want to push it away because i'm like no like that it can't be the best i could come around to this one i i end up very much loving when a person has made a very personal work of art i talked on and on about the suicide squad how james gunn is like made a trauma film come to life he literally put lloyd kaufman the man who gave him his break in that film he's so loyal he's so genuine you know Um, And here we have something that is being called a pastiche over and over again. But I think it's what Matt Reeves wanted to make. I think it's what he was inspired to make. And I'll do you one better. The person who is a famous comic book writer, Jeff Loeb, who has worked for Marvel and DC, with Tim Sale, the artist, made the comic book The Long Halloween. Mm. And that is about a serial killer who kills on Halloween and Batman has to stop that serial killer. Sounds an awful lot like the movie we just saw. Now, Jeff Loeb is such a celebrated, incredible writer that he's a tenured professor at the University of Southern California, where he teaches screenwriting. Oh, wow. And his number one student that he ever had was named Matt Reeves.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: so what we saw is a film of a guy who got to really honor the work of his mentor. Like, at the end of the day, like, I'm I'm just a sucker for that. Like, that's, like, that's fucking awesome. cool as shit. And I just, like, I kind of inherently love it because of that. It's always going to have some problems. I'm, again, very nervous to see what you could do with this because I think – I think if it go if he doesn't do another like super intense detective story, people will be like, because I'm watching the box office for this one with like bated breath too. But people will mm-hmm. be like, oh, that movie kind of failed. He had to adjust. But if he doesn't and he kind of just like leans into what I think are the weaknesses of this film, then he's not going to make a very good movie for the follow up. So I, I I hope there's a middle ground. Well, I like that this mm. movie kind
3: of shows that. You know, we have so many Marvel movies, and that's fine. And I like most Marvel movies, but you can do different kinds of movies that are comic book movies. You can do different tones. You can do different genres, even. They don't all have to have the Marvel style. And I think hopefully the success of that, this movie is showing that to a certain degree as well. Yeah, I think we've. There's been detective
0: comics with Batman since 1939. I think there's room for, yeah. for more movies in this universe.
3: And people want to see that on the big screen. That's what right? DC stands but, for, right? I mean. But
1: moving ahead with I the quote unquote it. future of Batman, the future of detective comics. Now, I said up top, my favorite movie is Batman Returns the Batman is returning another time. I will literally get to see Michael Keaton in the upcoming flash. Mm-hmm. That makes me very that's... nervous. I don't want any of that actually. Right. Well, that's what I was.
3: Uh, so the future of DC before this movie, you get like a trailer of all the DC yes. movies coming out this year. It's like very
0: confused. the flash. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Black Adam, Aquaman two. It's like black Adam. Oh, these, are, here. these are all characters that have like met. Batfleck and now you have Robert Battenson in a whole nother world. Like what is what is DC and doing? Shazam, what is Warner Brothers doing? Zachary
1: Levi Shazam Jacob. He will yeah. never interact with Robert Pattinson. <laughs> as far as I am led to believe, I don't know if that's true. I'm fine with that though.
0: (laughs) Just give (laughs) me bag of Batman stories. I don't, I just can keep everything else.
3: Yeah. I just saw, you know, when they, when I saw that trailer, I was like, Oh, this is like a real mixed bag. Like (laughs) the flash, black Adam, Shazam, Aquaman two. Like
0: how many of those are you actually this year? The one I'm sitting in theaters now. (laughs) Right.
2: Right. It feels like, um, you know, like they, 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 Obviously, don't know what to do, but then this has been doing great in the box office domestically. Like it's it's been doing really good. I've heard, you know, the first weekend numbers. Some places were charging. It's more. It's done over
3: a hundred million in the first weekend. I think that's that's good, right? One hundred and twenty-eight right, right, right
0: now, and the budget was a hundred or two hundred and eleven or something like that. So. It was okay. a
1: very expensive film because of we're also
2: COVID. So and it's, shut it's down still got
0: like a hundred million more to make. But,
2: but that's just opening there's weekend. No major movies coming out until the summer cycle. So it has like six weeks to itself. So it could make that money, but point what do you is, mean? We have Morbius oh. coming out next yeah. Reynolds, we'll The about. Adam
1: Project on Netflix <laughs> next <all Netflix>. week. <laughs> yeah.
2: well, you could totally see them course correcting, right? What I'm saying is they could just be like, oh, this is our new this is our new cinematic universe and because there was a rumor that they had people in Superman and Wonder Woman costumes on set for scenes that didn't make it or whatever. Mm. So it's like, right, whether it was just a news thing, like, oh, here we are in Metropolis and they saved the... Who knows what the hell it was? But they could just totally be like, "This is our universe now, Matt Reeves' universe. This is DC." Well, I feel like, oh no, yeah, the future with
0: Todd McFarlane as an artist—that's another one.
2: Mm-hmm. Check those out. I feel
3: like the those. future of what DC does—it kind of hinges on. How This Flash movie does when it comes out. It's been in like production for that. a million years. <laughs> the Flash is a pivot point. Uh, they can
2: go anywhere they want. Yeah. It, it really bums well, me. They, out. Yeah, they
3: could literally do Flashpoint Paradox and change whatever they wanted about the universe and just say, oh, Battenson is the new Batman now because after the Flashpoint, things changed. I don't want him to hang out with Gilbert. It Gal doesn't Godot. matter. No, I, but not never
0: even close Mike Look, I I don't care about any of that. I just want more nirvana replace the blue or red with blue <laughs> set it in the winter. this one was in the fall and just let's let's I mean, it give out me out a political
2: thriller a like winter. President's men or something like where Bruce Wayne is on the corporate side getting information but then Batman is also trying to solve this this yeah, political like thriller that, yeah. I, yeah. and he's
0: doing missions with Alfred instead of doing missions with Gordon. Come on, let's do it
2: yeah, let's go. all right you got your idea. Warner Brothers hit us up. You're welcome. Yeah. Good luck, man. Put that
0: signal. Call us.
2: Yeah. By the way, Robert if there Pattinson. was a talking
1: monkey in it. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, I
3: do want to mention Robert Pattinson said in an interview recently he's interested in being in Dune Part 2. If you remember, Normies, go back and listen to my Dune episode. What? I said he would be a great casting for Fade Ratha in the sequel of Dune.
2: That's Let's make the it sting happen. Part. We're going to get Amazing Spider-Man 3. We're getting Fade Rotha. <laughs> Everything Jacob's... I
1: predict is happening. Yep, yep, yep. Fade Rotha. he's the sting part from the Lynch one? Yes. That'd be incredible. Yes. Oh, so, that would be
3: great. I don't know if, you know, I don't know if there's any plans to put Robert Pattinson in that role or if he would even be in that role or if he'd be a he's different role. Crazy but he said hair. He's got crazy interested.
1: Yeah. And I guess put Crazy Barry Key Hogan in that part. <laughs> <I> <laughs> oh, know. yeah, so it'll be
2: Joker instead of Batman. But yeah. yeah. Well, let's Who see if knows? we can make it happen in, in the meanwhile. I think we got the bat signal. I think it's time for us to uh, get on out of here. got to punch some bad guys. Let's hit it. Yeah.
1: We'll run like the vigilantes we are. Uh, we got to get out of here. Normies, hit us up with your Batman thoughts before we zip away in our, our flight suit here. Uh, mm-hmm. At Normies underscore like underscore us. Give me your thoughts on Batman. Uh we want to know if you've seen Seven, you know, we wanna know if this is your favorite Batman movie. Hit us up there. Follow us on the YouTube channel, of course. Like, uh, subscribe, share, all that good stuff, please.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, you know, just don't no more lies, okay? Just tell us what you think honestly when you do correspond <laughs> with us. That's all we ask, okay? <laughs>
1: All right. Now, meanwhile, I found some interesting numbers when I was reviewing this stuff. So we'll get out of here because I have something important to tell you all in a riddle. Uh, this has been the, 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 the Commissioner Colin. All right. Vengeance.
0: Uh, the Batman Jozoni by Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the
3: Jacob Lure. Thanks for watching, my 500 subscribers. (laughs) 507.
1: He's climbing, You can see where to buy your mask in the comments. He's (laughs) trending now. That's right.
2: All right. Well, we really should have talked more about the pizza. That's my biggest regret um, for this episode. (laughs) But other than that, I think we did great. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Bye. Bye, Bye, vengeance. Vengeance.
0: Bye, vengeance. Okay, Mr. Vengeance, do a flip.